Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona, and I'm here with my co-host. Yo, this is Big P. Yes, sir. And this is the Bridge Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Yeah. Big P, you want to let them know where they can find us? Man, you can find this podcast on most major podcast streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow the Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And find a weekly playlist with all the music played throughout the show at BridgeTheGapPod.com. Yeah. Yeah. Check, 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 check. What's up, Jose? What's going on, man? How are you? Chilling, chilling, man. Yo, this is another episode of, of the, the Bridge the, the Gap, Gap podcast. podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, mom, I'm Big P. To my right, Jose Ascona, and to my right, Serge. What's up, y'all? A little bit more enthusiastic. <laughs> who is that? To, who is that to my right? Serge. Man. <laughs> this guy over here. What's He's up with y'all him. boys, man? What's talk? Talk to me, man. What's up? Hey, uh, we're here. Nice. <laughs> How you doing, here. P? Honestly, man, I'm chilling, man. Just trying to take it one day at a time. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm no, but for in all seriousness though, like I'm just chilling, dog. Focused, feeling good about a lot of shit. Ready to pod. How you feeling, bro? Yo, I feel um, I feel good. I feel a little bit tired, man. Oh, We're gonna nah. get into that a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel drained. I feel tired. Um, physically drained. I feel. Uh, like my eyes are, I feel like a zombie. The only thing that keeps me up is just that I'm just ready to, to pod, man. I, I look forward to this on a Friday night. So this is like my, pod my steez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I, I like doing on a Friday. So, um, but nonetheless, man, this week has been kind of hectic at work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not because of, uh, bullshit, but because it's just a lot of work. So, but nonetheless, you know, I can't expect anything, anything else. Um, Coco, I was doing great. Good. Tiche. 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 Um, what else has transpired this week? Um, my girlfriend went to Japan. That's crazy. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, she, she out, out here Rosa. traveling the world. Uh, shout out Rosa. 12 hour difference. Yeah, man. So over there, uh, as you guys are hearing, this is probably nighttime over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody listening at work. And shout out to everybody yeah. listening on the way home from work. Yeah, man. Um, but my week, know. I don't know, man. I'm ch- oh, I'm into this minimalistic move. Where we're gonna get into that too. We're gonna get into that for sure. I'm, for sure. I'm into this minimalistic vibe. Uh, uh, I've been reading some 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 stuff on 
on the internet at work. I've been uh, seeing documentaries on Netflix. Is that so? Bro, and this week I basically went in my closet and half my stuff, bro, I put it outside my room. I have like, I have like really expensive shoes that I just put outside. I don't want these anymore. I have like clothing that, that even my, you know, my, my, my siblings were just like, yo, you, you really don't want this anymore. And I'm like, I honestly, I just don't wear it. Like I want it, but I just don't wear it. Like, why do I, why do I have it? So man, I, bro. And my room just feels a lot more spacious to tell you the truth. That's a, that would be a good thing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. Um, I have like these pop, you know, the pop little, uh, the pop funk little toys. Yeah. Bro, I, I, I put outside a Bulbasaur. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, it's like, damn. Like, I looked at it and I was like, damn, this is, this is actually something I really want, but <laughs> why do I even have this? Yeah. I put it out my room. I looked at my Godfather one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep that one here. Godfather. Uh, yeah, man. I looked at my vinyls. I was like, well, I want these. Um, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just a very. Can uh, I ask you what moved you to this? Interest in minimalism that you shared with me. Yeah, man. So I, I've been. Um, so first off, I'm really into photography. Okay. So I'm really into like minimalistic composition. Okay. Uh, very simplistic things. I, I like seeing the uh, composition. For those of you that may not know, is when you look at a photograph, the way your eyes travels through the photograph, that's composition, right? Uh huh. So what leads your eyes to the right side of the frame or the left side of the frame? It's the photographer did it on purpose. So when you look at the frame or look at the photograph, your eye goes. To a, to a certain spot immediately. That's called composition. Okay. Um, so the way the composition works in minimalistic photographs is basically, I mean, you look at a scenery and there's a red balloon, right? And you your eye goes straight to that red balloon because everything else is so simplistic that your eyes just go straight to the subject, which in this case is the red balloon. So very simplistic, very just free, very uh, uh, like spacious, so I, I got into that photography and I was like, you know what, man, what is it like to live a minimalistic lifestyle? Because I was always into the type of photography. So I got into it and I was like, you know what, man, this is very intriguing. Um, just getting rid of things that you don't really need, that you don't really want. I mean, this is actually a challenge, bro. Uh, bro. And and I was reading documentaries, well, documentaries, I was reading uh, uh, blogs and what basically what they were saying is, bro, mm-hmm. try putting everything you own in a bag. Everything, everything in the bathroom, everything in the kitchen, everything in your room. In your car. And then what, when you need it, take it out of the bag. When you need something, take it out of the bag. And by the end of the month, you'll see everything left that's in these bags. By the end of the year, you'll see everything left that's in these bags. Now, if it's still in the bag within a certain time frame, that's when you know that you don't really need it. You just have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Completely, Obviously, you need completely. a toothbrush, you'll take it out. Completely you need understand. a shampoo, you take it out. You need some shoes, you take it out. But then at the end of a certain amount of time, you'll be like, damn. I didn't really ever need... These things kind of really stayed in this bag. Like, yeah, I really don't really need, need it, right? Things, so, yeah. so it's, it's... I mean, I haven't gotten to that extreme yet. But at the same time, you know, with a balance, I, I've, I've, I'm leaning towards a minimalistic lifestyle, man. I'm enjoying it. Okay, cool. Well, this is uh, interesting to me. Yeah. It's intriguing. Yeah. There are elements to it that I'm not ready to jump into. There are elements into it. Yeah, that I'm that are I'm intrigued by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. But how was your week? No, no, how no. Was your week? I wanted to just let people know that we're definitely gonna keep an update on this because I want to see your and keep 
track of your developments with this. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm, uh, I want to get rid of things that I, I don't need, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what regarding myself, man? Um, this has been a very interesting week for me. Uh oh. Uh, this was. This is. By the time y'all are hearing this, I've been working at my new job. Hey, round of applause! Round of applause! Round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, clap it up. Um, it's cool. It's vibing. I'm not here to like. You know, Yo, wait, let me sound. pause you. You know the last episode, we didn't have not one round of applause? Bro, yeah. that's how you know we were going uh, off. No, no, no. Off that energy. For the listeners, <laughs> Durag P is in Durag the corner. P is nowhere, is nowhere. I do not have my Durag on. Okay. I'm just chilling. We're back to normal. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, we're back to... <laughs> back that's it. to life. The energy feels a lot, you know, Yeah, smoother. a lot more open. A yeah, lot yeah. more, <laughs> less hostile. Nah, but... <laughs> Low key, dog. My week's been pretty like interesting, man. Like I've been doing a lot of like, I work all day and then I'm back at trying to get as much of this other shit that I've been doing done this whole week. Like we're gonna get into part of our the week this week uh, yes, a little we later on on this episode, but part of this week for me was kind of just trying to strike a balance between the commitments I made before I got this job and incorporating this into my life now. Okay. So it's gonna be it's gonna take some time. I don't really care to talk too much about me like that, but I, I can tell that there may be just somebody who wants to know. So, um, yeah, man, how, how do you like weeks, it so far? Like, I mean, so far it's so good. You know, it's yeah. chilling. It's a lot to remember. I've said that to a couple people. It's a lot to remember right yeah. now. But besides that, I can't really complain, bro. Like my mom confirmed for me, like, yo, you kind of lucked up just with all like those options that you have. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I sure? told you, man, it sucks, man. When you see that check come in, you're like, all right. <laughs> nah, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what you do it for. You know what I'm saying? So when you see it come in, it's like, all right. Uh, and it's it's the funny thing is is uh, I was just talking about it with my mom today. Like, I'm part of the younger half of people in my training class. You'll be surprised, bro. Yeah. Nah, but my mom kind of made it clear for me, like some of the incentive and motive in these older people who take on all these life expenses but are still gunning for this entry-level position right now is because uh, the 401k and the retirement plan and all these other things that get offered to all these other jobs, it's still kind of there with that. So they switch over for that, but they know that they're not going to stay at the entry-level wage. Yeah, just make sure, right make sure you don't pull out your 401k before it's due because yeah. then you get See, now me, bro, penalized, penalized. Me, me, I know nothing about any of that. And, like, I had to ask my mom, like, bro, like, if you could just give me a little bit of insight on what that's all Uh-oh. about. And she said one, two, three things. I don't know. It, it, it was really interesting to me, like, catching wind of that. Well, check this out, man. Before, check this out, man. Before you actually, we get into all that, man. At, off the mic, I'll give you some tips and tricks. You know what I'm saying? We're For not sure. going to give all that perfect, game here. Perfect, perfect. But, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, Serge, man. T-Serge. T-Serge. How was your week, bro? No, it was pretty uneventful, to be honest. I mean, nothing too crazy. Yeah? All right, so you're going to have to give us more than that, man. <laughs> nah, we I mean, over here. I'm turning minimalistic. I mean, he honestly, got a job. Like, what's up? Yeah, I mean, I've just been working on music myself, man. That's pretty much All it. Right. So, how's that going? I mean, it's going well. It's going good. I'm just working on uh, my sound. Okay, I this whole, pack. like, Susano show, like, you've gotten back to... Yeah, yeah, just creating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But let's get on to the topics, guys. Let's, let's hey. figure out what's on the docket. What's on the docket? Say, say he's ready to pod. What's on the docket? 
All right, so let's get into it. Yeah, what we man. Got? Nah, uh, first thing I wanted to address is I wanted to send my respect and I wanted to send my well wishes to the God MC Curtis Blow. Yeah. Um, y'all, y'all heard over over last week. Uh, it was reported that he had to go undergo some sort of surgery. I heard. Yeah, man. Um, open heart surgery. Open heart surgery, bro. Uh, yeah. That shit's crazy because he's not that old, isn't he? I mean, I think he is, bro. He doesn't look that old. I'll tell you that much. I don't know how he's old he's probably he is in his sixties, seventies, getting there. No way. I I wouldn't. You know. Okay, well, for those who may not know, Curtis Blow is an old school rapper, and that's not a knock on anything. This is literally about when he was putting out music. Yeah, he was putting out music in the eighties, I believe. Yes, late eighties. Yes. One of the pioneers to this shit. For sure. Um, he actually... I don't know if you want to... He actually, for those who may not know, we're about to play it, of course, but he actually created the song that inspired one of Nas's biggest hits. We'll actually play that right now, and that song... I'm pretty sure you guys could be able to guess the name of this song when you hear it. Sorry, excuse me for my lapse. <laughs> Blunt talk. Excuse me. That was If I Ruled the World by Curtis Blow. We got it playing a little bit low right now, but low-key, dog. Like, I know I've been listening to rap music for a long-ass time, and I took the time out to go back and listen to the older rappers and the stuff that came out from before. But, dog, I'm not ready to see these guys die already. Yeah, nah. man, it's nuts. Uh, one like thing Big I could Daddy just Kane say. and shit? Nah. Bro, your health is your wealth. You feel me? Like... All of you out there, man, thinking you're not going to get older one day and this shit ain't going to catch up, man. Drink a lot of water, exercise as much as you can, play some basketball, play a sport, do whatever it is you got to do so that you can live a long and fruitful life. Yeah, for Because it's sure. crazy to see these talented people that are pioneers to, to the music that we love uh, be in these conditions where you have to have open heart surgery. Or better yet, where like your whole shit is just called into question just because you got to go under the operating table, period. Yeah, right? yeah. These guys aren't even in their 80s yet. Or yeah, like yeah, so. I don't some know. sad stuff, man. We're but, praying for him. We're, yeah. we're praying for his family. We're praying for all his loved ones. Uh, just before we walk out of this one, just to confirm again, as of today, Curtis Blow... He's only 59. He's turning 60 this wow. year. Wow. He's, he's only in his 50s. That's crazy. He was rushed for an emergency open heart surgery. But I'm saying, like, yeah. he's not even 60 years old. Yeah, man. Health is wealth. To all my young bulls listening to this, to mm. all the old heads that we know we got a couple that check this out, that mm. like music like Curtis Blow. Hey, man, we need you old heads around to keep spinning mm. the game, bro. There are some of us out here that take this game and we move with it. Stick around for the long haul. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, man. Hip-hop... <laughs> Bro, it's like 
the older heads give the newer heads game, man. Regardless of whether it comes off to them that we're oh, not taking it yeah, or yeah. we could be taking it another way, it's taken, though. Well said, Pete. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. Sure. Well said, well said. Like, the younger heads are listening, and whether it might not be in a certain moment that they catch on, but they will catch on, you know? And then sooner or later, they will, they will turn into the older heads, and then, you know, it's generation after generation, but it's crazy. Just seeing that hip-hop is such a new genre as far as genres are concerned, it's, it's crazy, man. But uh, prayers out to his family. For sure. Salute to his For family. Sure. And um, uh, yeah, man. I, it's just, it's crazy, dog. I, 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 when I think about artists like him and I think about where the, the, I guess you could say the life of hip-hop is right now and where the whole thing could go, it seems really premature, seems really premature for an artist like Curtis Blow to go or basically be on his way out. Yeah. He, even though he's not actively making music, even though he may not have a strong influence in today's culture, yeah. his footprint carved the way for artists that people listen for to. Sure. So like, for sure. that's why on this platform, we're taking the time out to salute him. Because mm-hmm. what bridging the gap is about well connecting said, the young with the old. The well new, said, P. Like, that's how I see it. Well said. Word, well said. Well, well said. It's though? crazy, man. No, no, it's crazy just diving a little bit more into this topic. I know we, this wasn't on the docket, but just like... Sometimes, man, it's crazy to think of the rappers that we look up to that are older, bro, and just to think that one day they'll get there. And I'm not saying open heart surgery, but one day they'll get to a certain age, bro, where it's like, damn, like, these dudes are really getting to to an age, man, where that's it, man. Like, they're going to be gone forever. Just the concept of forever is crazy. So, I don't know, man. Appreciate these the, the older heads while they're here, man, because when they're gone, that's it. you know, that's it. So, um, bless to everybody, bro. We were watching it before, uh, we're watching it. We should be there. <laughs> Fucking A. Uh, listeners of the Bridge the Gap podcast, please Hello. drop a comment. Let us know, did you go to Rolling Loud this year? This is the crazy segue, but uh-huh. I mean, it would only be wrong to not talk about the impact of this festival. We can't afford it, it not record. After, uh, we're, of course, you're hearing this the Tuesday after Rolling Loud. Ladies and gentlemen, regardless of what happens during this festival, you all need to realize that this is the culmination of everything. Like, we were just talking about Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow had to perform in the venues that he performed at so that an artist like Jay-Z could rock arenas and Kanye could rock arenas so that these new guys coming out have the opportunity to perform in front of all of their Yo, P, you killing this shit fans. Right now. P, How many P, people? P, P killing this. How many people are running on? It's like, like over 70 to 80 no, to I mean, 100. I meant just what? in attendance. How many people? Is they reported they reported 80,000. Now, just for context, just for context, Rolling Loud 2018 had a reported 50,000. This year, 2018 is the five year anniversary. And this is the first year in Rolling Loud's history that the event is taking place at the same place for a second year. Wow. All of this is factored into why this is such a big deal. 80,000. 80,000 reported at, in attendance this year. 50,000 was reported last year. That's crazy. And obviously, it's more because of everything that be going down. You know what I'm saying? Everything that goes down on top of the fact that the city of Miami Gardens, they're not bitching and moaning. Matt and Tariq work it out with hard rock people. They're not bitching about shit. They letting it rock. <laughs> It's just, it's a beautiful thing to me because I went, the one I went to last year was great. Completely mm. great. Let's, let's mm. be clear. 
But for it to only grow in its impact and capacity from this point just is a testament to, again, a core consistency. Yeah. Rolling Loud has always been here in Florida, right? It initially started in Miami in okay. a warehouse. And, but, so it's always been here. And then it's only, this is the third year where they've just started doing Rolling Louds elsewhere. But it's always been in Florida. This is Miami, Rolling Loud. Florida. This is Rolling yeah. Loud's home, basically. Fifth year. Yeah, but Fifth do, do you guys year. think it'll ever be anywhere else? It has. It's been in L.A. Bay Area. Oh, okay. Australia. Okay, okay, okay. Los Angeles. Australia. Japan. Somewhere where, where it's overseas vibes. Far out. Okay. And Australia at the beginning of this year. Sorry, guys. I'm very uh, uninformative when it comes to festivals, so... Anti-festival poppy. Anti-festival poppy, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the streams, man. It, it it looked it looked good. It looked good. We were just we were streaming it, it this weekend. Uh, it looked like a fun time. It just looked like a very crowded time at the same time. But yeah, bro, that to me, I don't, I don't, I didn't think you had to explain it to anybody like this. But that element to it is part of selling the Rolling Loud experience that you are closely connected you're sharing the same breathing space with someone who loves these artists just as much as you dude speaking about experiencing that you want to segue into a little something we did last week all right so this is how it goes the event that he's talking about that we went last week to was radical records there is no threat pop-up with merch sales and performances from but including Hitman Fuego, Prez P, It's Bones, and Radical Record Zone Anonymous. Yes. That's what you're talking about, bro? That's exactly what I'm talking about, sir. Why you want to walk into that right fresh off this rolling loud chat? Because perfect. this is perfect segue. Yeah, yeah. Right well, first I didn't see it on the docket, but I was like, you know what? I know we're going to talk about it some way, somehow, right? Nah, it, it was. I just <laughs> didn't write it. Okay, okay, time, okay. Bro, for sure. Um... Yeah, the reason why I wanted to transition there, it's because of the experience that you were just talking about, right? Okay. Well, let's let's, let's move back one or two weeks, right? Ain't on post. Hey, guys, look. Uh, in Wynwood, we're going to do this pop-up thing, and uh, a couple people are going to perform. It's going to be free. We RSVP'd. We showed, out, we showed up, and there was a lot of people that were there. And, uh, bro... The performances, all of them, all of them, not all of them, okay, at least in okay, my opinion, okay, okay. but most of them were really good. They were really good. Okay. Um, Hitman Fueg started it off, correct? Mm-hmm. Hitman Fueg, shout out to you if you ever listen to this. That last track that you performed, unreleased music, but it was nuts. Uh, then who else performed after him? What Rez was P. Okay, he was good. Then the guy after that? It's Bones. Bones. That was the actual experience that Pete was talking about where I was actually in the room and everybody was going nuts. And I was like, honestly, I want to hear more about this from you, bro. I don't want to. <laughs> how wanna... was it for you? No, first. It was good. Was it, it was good. It was good. It was good. But we were getting in the car that night and I was just like, yo, it's different. It's different. <laughs> it's different because I don't go. To, you should see Pete's face right now. He's waiting for me to confess. Uh, I don't go to, to catch a vibe. I, I go to listen and to see, okay, what's, what's the talent out here? But actually, when he performed, 
It was a vibe, bro. Bones. It, it was a vibe. Yes, Bones. Shout out to you if you ever listened to the Bridge the Gap podcast, Bones. Um, I listened to every word you said. It was actually, uh, it was fun. Not going to lie. The word fun is, I think, the word that sums it up. Uh, I know that last season, P and I were kind of into a little uh, discussion about, yo, do people listen to music because of how it makes them feel or of what they're actually saying? But definitely, yeah. definitely, this is something that made you feel a certain way. And it was actually very good. But the reason why I say it's different is because when Anon came, uh, if you weren't trying to... Ca- Let me phrase this correctly. Let's say you were actually just standing there and wanting to listen to what he said. You would have left with something. And let's say you're the extreme polar opposite where you ain't trying to listen to what he's saying, but you're trying to just catch a vibe you would have left with something as well. So what I'm trying to say is, Anon, there, there was a culmination when it came to his performance. Okay, talk you know more about saying? that culmination. Culmination of what? The culmination of uh, delivery, lyricism, just the energy. People were jumping up and down. But if you weren't trying to be the person that was in the crowd, raging and jumping up and down, you were actually walking away with sub substance as well. And that's what I'm saying like this. It was different. It was different when Anon kind of performed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm trying to say. It sounds like you, you're big on the message. I and am big wanna, on the message. Yeah, exactly. I am big on the message. But, again, shout out to Bones. Because it wasn't really the message, but it was actually how, it was the feeling. Loki actually wanted to play that song. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. That captured his Yo, shout moment. out Bones. This Get song is called Job. It's Bones and Press P. Song is crazy. I just, I just, I just, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Nigga told me get up from my job. Bitch, I'm going hard. Niggas said like they in the facade. Right, puzzle pieces, bitch, I play my part. Right back from the start, getting licks. Taking my shots and my shit like a I'm on my mind and I'm gone off the roof. Niggas be trapping, they trapping the groove. Two pieces, nigga, a comfortable suit. It's supposed to press me, this shit overdue. Throw away niggas, we stay in pursuit. Take number one, but get hit with the two. Step in the bitch, we got something to prove. I just break a bitch down like a fight is. Swallow all my niggas, be a night is. We about to blow like a sightness. What a night is, nigga, I just keep it on light like Rikers. Everything I touch like a Midas. Wolfgang Puck with a knife is, nigga, with a knife is. Step in it, bitch, and I'm with it, I'm with it. We don't have to make this shit physical. Don't do the purple, but bit like a grimace. So step in it, bitch, with the medical. Went from me punching the clock to punching the gas. Can't you tell them where you're headed, yo? Since I done heard of my job, my foot in the ass. Ought to make a look invisible. Nigga told me, get up from my job. Bitch, I'm going hard. Niggas say like they in the facade. Right? Puzzle pieces, bitch, I play my part. Right back from the start, getting licks. Bitch, I've been a man at large. I just taking my shots and my shit like a I'm on my mind and I'm going off the roof. Niggas be trapping, they trapping the groove. Two pieces, nigga, a comfortable suit. It's supposed to press me, this shit overdue. Flirt away, niggas, we stay in pursuit. Take number one, but get hit with the two. Step in the bitch, we got something to 
proof. Heating up like a furnace. That OG, I'm burning. I'm an OG myself. If it ain't about some money, don't even concern me. In the presence of greatness, I don't even know if you're worthy. Me and my dogs high laughing up at the circus. These clown ass niggas serving no purpose. We can get this bag, need the biggest portion. We spread it all over like lotion. Gotta get up on your job to be really bossing. I done opened up shop cause I gotta own it. Hand begging for a handout, we don't condone it. About to hop on a flight, switch time zone shit. Yo, we had to let both these little verses cook cause like to describe the energy in the room at that moment would be to attempt to describe controlled chaos. That's like one way <laughs> to present it. It's like you're watching and expecting something to fall and break, but yet everybody's moving in unison to the flow of the music. It's Correct. controlled chaos. Like if I were to find a word for what people are looking for when they go to this rolling loud experience and when they go to this underground concert experience when they go to this rap show today i would word it as organized chaos and it's beautiful seeing an artist that i believe delivers at the highest level anonymous be able to curate a moment like that it's definitely a beautiful thing to me um oh for sure yeah for sure um by the way side note this is the first time the mixy boys were out yeah, we kind of got mixy. We kind of got mixy last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we did, we did, we did, we did. We had a moment where we came outside and I looked at P, he looked at me, and I was like, yo, P, that was nuts. And you were like, do you get it now? Do you get it now? (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) but everyone was looking at us like we were nuts outside. (laughs) Like, yo, he's my co-host. I'm sorry. We uh, We (laughs) we, were having a moment right here. We had a moment. But um, do you, do you though? Do I what? Get Do it, I man. understand? Get Do I at get least it? The, the position that I was taking in yeah, that discussion. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get exactly what you're saying. And I think the perfect... Com- I think it's perfect when you have both, man. I think it's a perfect... Uh, for me, at least. You know, some people could care less about what the artist is saying. But to me, I saw it. And it's, it, it's perfect when they're both in unison. You know? Serge? For real, yeah. Serge. What's up? I think the, the standout moment was fucking Denzel popping up and... Mm. And doing that song with Anonymous. That no was unexpected, you know? That show was pretty dope to actually see in person. Yeah. It was actually the highlight of my night besides The Bones and uh, the Job song. And actually besides... Hitman Fuego. Hitman Fuego. Like, there was just a culmination of moments. My highlights, to tell you the truth, was Hitman Fuego and Anon. And Hitman Fuego's unreleased music. I was like, this is nuts. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it was crazy. You get the Jose stamp. Uh, it was nuts. No, no, no. It was good because, guys, I don't know if you remember the very first pod when we before we went stereo, <laughs> the very first episode, yeah. uh, when we were just mono, I kind of gave it a review of like, oh, yeah, no, it's going to be great. Like, always talking about it in the future, right? Like his, 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 uh. Trajectory? Yeah. About the music that came out, M-Zone, right? Yeah. When I was talking about M-Zone, yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be a classic. Like, it is good. Just always speaking about the potential, you know, and about the artist, like his potential. And when I heard that track last night when he performed it, guys, look, I, I wish I knew the name. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I, I really don't know. But when I heard it, it was the last song he performed. I was like, wow, like, he leveled up. Absolutely. He got He got better. Like, there's people that you see stagnant in, in their artistry. There's certain people that do it, and you see why they do it. They do it for the clout. They do it for the... But when you see somebody put in the time, and you don't see them put in the time, but when they come back and perform, you're like, okay, behind closed doors, he's putting in the time. Like, you could tell with that hey. last track. Hey. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, salute to him. And we actually talked outside, and I was like, yo, how do you feel? He was like, man, honestly, bro, like, it's crazy to think that there's certain people that come up to me and they're like, wow, man, like, you're Hitman Fue. And I'm like, wow, bro, like, so how does that make you feel? It's like, bro, it makes me feel great. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, right. Mind you guys, these are people that we went to high school with. These are people that are close to home. So then when you see them actually feel like they're having a moment, like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. You know, it only brings joy to us, the people that are close. So. I, I will say for me, um, the highlights were for sure the note that performance, job being performed, Sean, period. But to me, it, it, I would kind of go back to the phrase, like, being able to curate and control and filter organized chaos is essentially where, to me, the needle is with where rap music is. And I, I, I see it as the artist and the consumer, the fan, the concert goer, the event goer, kind of gets to get a better understanding of whatever is being presented within that because everybody's kind of already anticipating it and then once everybody's in sync with it it's kind of just straight through messaging okay or at least messaging with intent or the vibe you know what i mean okay but um yeah it was it was also good to see how each artist was an individual it's not like everybody was performing the same type of music they kind of all were on their own vibe in a sense you know and and uh, it, they all come from our side they come from the west side you know yes yes another thing too i i, I appreciate i appreciated the lack of uh entourage crowd hogging yeah because that kind of tends to happen in this framework where like all besides the artists tend to uh Hold the limelight in the moment where the artist is supposed to shine. Yeah, yeah, and that didn't real. happen at all. Yeah, that, that didn't happen at, at all. all. And, and what P's saying, just to put it in, in in terms of like, when an artist is performing, sometimes there's a group of twenty people performing with the artist. That it comes to the point where you're looking at the other twenty people, you don't really know which one's the artist of of how much of a mess it looks like. Sometimes it's not. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it actually looks good. But then there's times where it's just like, all right, man, like, where's the artist even at? Where is the artist at up here? Like, I can't see where he's at. About 20 people are up here. So I definitely feel you on that, man. The artist was, like, in the spotlight. The artist performed. We were all looking at the artist. We weren't looking at anybody else. Um, good point you bring up. Yeah. For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But I like that. I mean, I mentioned it as we left. I like that you got this experience to kind of get a little bit more insight into what I was talking about yeah, before. Yeah, I'm potting now, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show up with you, man. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout out to the free beer, whoever uh, it is. Set that, that up. Yo, it was it was kind of hot, but with the beer, man, I was like, that Ooh. was part of it, though. In a way, if you think about it, the the temperature, the the entire, yo. every little detail was. Part yo, of look, it. and shout out to them for making it free too like just to kind of like yo we just want people to come we just want people to come and see talent you know like i, I really appreciated that i mean if it would have been whatever it was i'm pretty sure we would have paid it but nonetheless like i appreciate the fact that it was free anybody that was even passing by like what's going on over here let me take a look like you could have definitely done that yeah 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 yeah. i love how you had the no threat bus outside the, the, yo the van. shout out to anon for having the balls to start his performance like that yeah Oh, for on, sure. On the, the, the truck. Yeah, give the listeners some context. 
So basically, all the performances up until Anon started off and ended in the venue, mm-hmm. and uh, as a majority of the people crowded around them. As in between each set, everybody would kind of break and step out, and a crowd would disperse amongst the street. What happened is, is after the last performance before Anon, feeding off of the natural tendency of what was it going to happen, yeah. Anon gets a, gets a ladder, goes up on the truck, and starts his performance on the No Threat truck that's yeah. from his album. Yeah. Hey, man. Me and him, I mean, me. Hey, look, this is this is me and him. We've had our own conversations about an appreciation for things like stage design, and he has given me his own like peek into his own mind with how he sees his performance transforming at some point in his career. And without me trying to make it sound any one way, he is in the same vein of a Kanye, a a Jay, a Drake. A Travis that's willing to lose money on the front end to put on a good show and try to make it back. Yeah, he, love it. he wants to, he wants to present his art the way he wants. He wants to. It's to. not only just making the song; it's how he presents it to the world. You know, yeah, that's a real artist. Yeah, oh for sure. That's where sure. I tip my hat off to Anon from the jump. Like it was always about that with him, but for go- from going to. He would. He used to come through, and we would chop it up about how he felt about things in his life before he would put out a body of work. Yeah. To where it's at now. Nah, it's fucking. It's it's mind blowing. It's dude. nuts, man. It's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was telling P and I was telling Serge that day. I went up to him and I was like, dude, do you remember we had a college class together? Yeah. He was like, yeah, man, yo, ENC eleven to one. I remember I was with you, and you used to chill with some girl, and I remember she her her name started with an A, blah blah, and I was like, damn, like. You, <laughs> like, you remember this? Anon's a smart motherfucker. And I was like, but never, it's, but never it's, was not, but it's not, not even remembering. It's more like he's very humanistic. Like, he's not pretending to, ah, uh, nah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, like, yeah, I remember you. Of course I do. Like, he makes you feel like a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's certain people that sometimes it's just like, yo, let me dust this dude off because he's not on my, you, yeah, you, my is, way. You, you're not either on my level or you're not. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that he was like, of course I remember, bro. Like, this and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, damn, like, like, that's cool. Not only are you a great performer, a great lyricist, but you're also very humanistic. You know, very humble. So, Word, man. Yeah. And I know there are people who are familiar with him that listen to this show. If you weren't able to make it, I have a strong feeling that that won't be the last time we see him perform music from, no, from There Is No Threat. So uh, make sure you're keeping up with him on social media, Anonymous Killer. I name, I'm I'm plugging him just because, bro. Like that performance was that serious, uh, bro. It was really that serious. I I never knew that in my lifetime. Like I would I would see like, bro. Like we're gonna talk about this a year from now and be like, yo, he's yeah, he's at Rolling Loud. Hmm. Hmm. Like huh. yeah, yeah, he's there. The fact that we actually. Bro, like this album, no threat. That that's the van in the cover, isn't it? Correct. Like, guys, for those of you that are Anon listeners, and you guys see the cover, like he performed on that van that night. It was it was something to it was something to be there for. That's all for I can sure, say. For sure. Like for you sure. had to be there. And uh, yo, shout out to yeah, man, the beer, the water. It definitely kept us cool throughout the <laughs> night. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. <laughs> Definitely kept the school, but yeah, man. Shout it, out Shaq. It, it was a great, it was a great time. Yeah, Shaq, a great, 
uh, just host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, with the Mortal Kombat surge, you lost in Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, I lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some girl murking niggas out there, but whatever. Point is, uh, yo, great time. It was, it, and, and bro, a lot of people came through, man. A lot of people came through yeah. that, that I feel like I haven't seen in a while. It was so. a great turnout, yeah. A great turnout. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool. What I do want to say is I kind of wanted to keep it focused on the music, bro. Yeah, for sure. We're bridging the gap. I know that I know a lot of our listeners may be familiar with this artist. And uh, look, we're going to talk about this guy. And <clears throat> the discussion we're going to have is not really about his music. So don't expect an album review from his brand new released album. But uh, mm. it seems Logic had a lot to say about a lot this week. And we would be grossly in committing an injustice if we didn't attempt to give our take at least give address further it. insight address it at all because in my opinion people are kind of split a few ways with his comments and um i don't think it was even meant to be taken any one way because yeah some people interpreted what logic was saying okay well first of all for the person who may not know logic Def Jam artist, half white, half black guy. Yeah, he 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 made it a thing for us to know. Yeah, that's why I said it like that. Yeah, consistently. He, uh, consistently. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, it seems that in a, in an effort to put out his recently released album, the name of that album is, I'm sorry, the name of that album is I'm going to find it, but it seems that he ran into issues clearing samples on this album. Now. The issue that I see with this is that his take seemed to go as far as saying fuck samples and sample clearance, yet there is no rap music without the breakbeat. There's no rap music without the samples. Well, that wasn't... He was more so saying that because the clearance process, not samples themselves... Okay, now I apologize for my ignorance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this album is called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah. It came out last Friday, May 10th. Def Jam, all over it. Def Jam, plug and play, all over it. I'm not here for that, again. But at the same but time... But what is it that he, he exactly said? His he, main I, I argument... He it was tweeted a whole, it. It was a ahead, statement. Let, 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 it was a, it was a statement. I mean, he, he put out a, a big-ass tweet. Huge paragraph just going in on the fact that a lot of people that, well, the whole process of getting a, a sample approved is a pain in the ass. And during the creation of his album, he, uh, he actually gave an opportunity to a lot of up and coming producers that ended up using samples on the beats. And a lot of them ended up getting not approved by the label. So he's mad because it's like, the label and the people that own these records, the, the old ass motherfuckers, the estates that own the samples, they're, they're stopping the shine of these young dudes that are like making beats and using samples. Like he even brought it, brought up an example of the Can I Kick It beat. He, uh, he ended up We're talking sampling about the Tribe that. song, right? Yeah. The Correct. Can I Kick It, exactly. He ended up, uh, what was I saying? He was... And our, one of these upcoming producers tried to sample yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. They sampled the Can I Kick It beat, and they came to find out that A Tribe Called Quest didn't get anything from that beat. The people that owned the sample took 100% of the revenue from that song. 
So he's mad at the fact that that happened to them and that they're trying to do it to him because they ended up sampling the song as well. Oh, so Lou Reed's estate and the people who own his publishing are essentially saying, nah, fuck out of here. Either if you if you want to release this song, then we're getting 100% of it. That's... And, and he's not too happy about that. On top of that, there's been other situations that shit doesn't get approved. And he and this guy that he told, oh, you got a spot on my album. He has to go back, tell him, never mind. They didn't approve it. You know. So check this out. So for for the listeners, so if I if I understood correctly, what he's upset about is the fact that let's say I want to sample Surge, I want to sample your music, right? Yeah. But. How is it that it's not you that's getting, I guess, a cut? It's not you that's getting any percentage of it. It's the people that actually own the rights to your music. Yeah. It's exactly. because, that's what he's upset it's because about. an artist seeks publishing. Traditionally, traditionally, an artist today can be, be their own publisher. Right. But for a song to be put out, the artist, the songwriter, the producer must seek publishing. Correct. And that's why that's why Logic was upset, right? How is it that these dudes tribe doesn't get any anything? Them as well as just producers in general, like they end up getting the bad end of the stick when they end up sampling something. But sampling itself is such a main, like it's, it's such a big thing in hip hop that it's like, why wouldn't you, why why haven't we found an easier route to get this done? Mm. You know, a lot of people end up sacrificing a lot of the good songs on their album that they worked for a couple years. And it fucks up their whole shit, you know? That's right. his thing. Right, 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 right. I don't really think it's fair. But I also... I'm not... Again, a lot of media today kind of just likes to lug the attacks at somebody. And in this instance, as we have this discussion, I'll say that I don't think it's fair that media kind of lunged attacks at Logic, saying that in his comments he was discrediting one thing or taking shots at another. I don't think so. I just think it sounds... To me, it sounds like a creative in a gripe. That things can't come out the way he wants them to. Right, 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 right. Yeah, more or less. But he's mad because the people <laughs> yeah. that he's mad because the people that he wants to have an opportunity don't have that opportunity. Yeah, I don't really think that's fair. I think the intent was good. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, intent was good, but it just so I feel, I feel like part of it kind of goes back to the original issue, like artists and most creatives are on the edge as they create and they they look to rely on this so the first person who puts something in their face that seems too good to be true they take that bait nine times out of ten and as a result an artist is in a position where they're able to put out some of their best stuff but they in the grand scheme of things don't really see much from it right Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a reoccurring theme on this show because we need artists yeah, to man, like, break I don't even from know, this yeah, mentality. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. Own your music. Own everything. Own your and masters. Own, own your, your masters. Publishing. Own That's everything. That's your favorite line, bro. Yeah. Own, own your pub. Boom, 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 Yeah, That's like right. own, own your publishing. Yes, yeah. correct. Own your own masters, masters, own your publishing, publishing because, guys, that's the only way you will, I guess, nowadays just survive in this music industry. Like, but just actually see a see real a cut. return. Yeah, and see a real cut. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Um, so what was the splits? What's the splits? Lou Reed owns Can I Kick It? 
Yeah, basically what happened was Q-Tip, they made a song, they sampled the song Movie. and created Can I Kick It. In order for the song to be released, they had to agree on who gets what in the song. The person that owned the original song said, I want 100%. I'm not splitting anything. I'm going to let you drop it, but any money that you make off the song goes to me no matter what, which is fucked up, but it's America. At that time, Tribe you know? isn't thinking... They're not thinking any one thing. They're just thinking, bro, we're not going to go back in the studio and try to make another smash. At like the end I of the did. day, if, if the song is strong enough, then fuck it. You know, let it drop and I'll go tour off it. You know, that's, that's probably their thinking back then. But yeah, you know, now it's kind of like we know what as 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 a hip hop artist. I mean, myself, we know what we bring to the table. A lot of the time as an old ass motherfucker. This song was collecting dust anyways. You're about to make a ton of music. Why not just... You're about just... to make more money than you've ever made because of us. Like, even with the, the Juice the... World and the Sting thing. Like, yeah. that was big when it happened. And he ended up taking what? I think it was 80% 80 of the song. Of but past royalties made, non-future. In the grand scheme of things, I mean, the fact that he allowed it is great. But, I mean, as you can see, a lot of these old motherfuckers take advantage of the young guys, you know? Yeah, man. Another cycle we need to break within... Uh, creative fields, bro. Like, like, uh, guard, the old guard taking advantage of the new guard. It's gotta go. Like, things are not. I don't really think things are gonna thrive in that format. You know what's crazy? What did Nipsey Hussle say, man? When he was talking about Jay Z, Hard Knock Life. Uh, uh, was that the was that the song that he sampled? Okay, for our listener who needs context, if I'm not mistaken, Nipsey Hussle contacted Jay Z to yeah. clear the sample. Yeah. For Hustle and Motivate. Right. Jay-Z in doing business with the person who owned the publishing to It's Hard Knock Life. Yes. The Andy he song. Secured, yeah. The Andy song secured master license use. Correct. So he basically made it in a way where every anybody in the future that wants to actually use that sample, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Anybody that wants to do it can do it, right? Yeah, but it's technically they don't have to go through... They don't have to go through that whole they, process. They go... They can go through Jay-Z. Exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah. Wow. I Bro, didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Jay-Z yeah, yeah. made it made it Master Master License Use. And and <laughs> Bro, wouldn't it be wouldn't, wouldn't it be nuts if if all these artists, when they sample it from somebody else, has a negotiation like that? Where a logic can come in. And I know, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm wishful thinking now, right? The, wishful thinking. Very the problem so. is very much wishful thinking. But nonetheless, I mean sometimes the estates are nowhere to be found. So right. you get you get a call five years later, two years later with a, a with a, a request 50, for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, like a lawsuit yeah. or or that, or just a request for their payment. See, man, that's why I'd rather just make it. What 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 do you mean by just make it? That's why I'd rather just like Play, compose it yourself. Compose it myself. Yeah. See, not everybody. Is no, I know, there, and I know, I know, I know, I know. We don't. Have to, yeah, yeah, but that's why. Yeah, okay. but I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, uh, a genius like Kanye West. I mean, we're not gonna touch on him too much, but I'm saying like sampling. I mean, hip hop itself. You you look at samples and you're like, yo, it's easy to do that. But when you see somebody sample like Kanye, it's like, all right, man, like. You really need some skill. You really need some talent to, I mean, to sample. Again, just, and now so, when, just so we don't sound like an echo chamber. Yeah. A person like Alchemist. Oh, yeah. Russian roulette. Wow. Like, yeah. That is a feat. Sampling. But at the same time, wow, 
that's good business. Sampling that is shit talent. Came out. If no, no, you no. can sample correctly, bro, <laughs> that shit came out. <laughs> if, if you if you can sample and, and do your thing, and that's talent. That's talent. So, like, who owned those records? Because I get it, man. Maybe like the older heads are like, "Yo, just be original." Like, do you? But it's like, bro. <laughs> The music y'all grew up on was made from every little sound was from another record, bro. Yeah, exactly. Bro, like, like y'all need to sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, all yeah, taking yeah, each other's yeah. drum patterns. All I'm that saying, shit. like, on, these yeah, 90s like Tupac can have a nose ring too. Damn. No, these 90s producers would take the snare from one song, take the kick from another, take the main riff from a third song. I'm saying. I mean, you even brought it up. Break beats. Like, that's the foundation of hip hop is samples. Yeah. yeah. Drum loops. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. I don't know. <clears throat> I, when I think about that whole thing and how that kind of caused an uproar, I just want spectators to recall or to recollect or to consider that, yeah, he he being logic may be an easy target. Yeah. But I think that part of what he was attempting to say was that there's systemic reform for this whole licensing thing that needs to happen. I want to close, though, with some, with some further inquiries because my mind, when I hear... I have to give all my money to Lou Reed because I want to sample a Tribe song. Mm. A law like the Music Modernization Act didn't update copyright law with regards to the sample clearing process. Bro, but that's no? but that's still how fucked up the music industry is, bro. That even a law like that can pass and we... And do a lot. And, and do a lot, but still hasn't gotten to the depth of, yo, like, so in order for me to use a Tribe song, I got to contact Reed. That's kind of nuts, bro. It's nuts. That's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. Well, um, what's on the docket? Basically, keeping again, keeping it more yeah. focused on music. I wanted to point out that you know, viral sensation Lil Nas X mm. is charting on Billboard now five weeks in a row. Did he make the country charts? Yet or no? They're still keeping them on. It doesn't seem like he's on the bill. Are you kidding? Crackers. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, Jesus. Uh, excuse us. <laughs> excuse us. What? I, I had to let that all. Yo, that's you crazy. You are, you are. Um, he's not on the bill on the country billboard yet. Ladies and gentlemen, we come back with an update from our last episode where we talked about Lil Nas X to confirm. He's not on the country billboards. Wow. But he's number one on all of them. Hot 100. Still the nigga in the country. But That's five crazy. weeks. Speaking of, it's funny you say that, and he went to Sunday service like two weeks ago. But yeah, yeah. But, but nah, um, talk to us. It's just interesting seeing that. I don't know, bro. Like, they say the one hit wonder is, is a thing of the past now with the streaming era. He mm. still hasn't followed up yet. Am I premature in saying he's on the clock? No, I mean, I kind of see it. He's kind of milking this thing For a little too much. I think this he tweeted guy's, it, bro. Like, this I'm going to this. Been walking, he's been walking around in a fucking cowboy outfit for, for like three months a month. Now. Yeah. Yo, but when that, song com- when that song comes on, it's popping. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yo, and when he performs it, it's popping. I've seen him perform it a couple times. It's like... It's a thing. And he actually tweeted it. I'm going to milk this song as much as possible. I guess. And it's like, yo, oh, I, so I like how your intent is out in the open. Yeah, yeah, Like, hey. <laughs> another another cool. little interesting Billboard tidbit. Schoolboy Q saw third on his first or second week, third most highest selling album with Crash Talk. 
his okay. most recent release. We didn't get cool. to dive into it earlier, but uh, great album. It's a great album. Yeah, and I think it's really good. TDE doesn't miss. TDE man, they really don't miss. It doesn't matter who it is on the roster, they don't miss. I don't know. Go ahead, let me hear. What's up? Absol's last album, man. Absol. That was a miss. <laughs> Absol. That was a miss to you? What was it called? <laughs> That's how you know it's a miss. All right. Damn. This nigga shot me in the face. I can't <laughs> What was it called? I mean, I'm an Absol fan, of course. Right. Black Lip Bastard. But, but you're you saying know? that... I mean, at this point, it's we have to call into question whether the artist... I mean, but he's still there. doing great. He's still doing just fine. I'm just saying his last album didn't receive the critical acclaim that it should have. It didn't know? get the control attention. It didn't get the damn attention is what you're saying? Yeah, man. I mean, if you look well, at everybody, not, J-Rock just got his... SZA is, is pop. Amazing. Kendrick Lamar is pop. Yeah, but they're TDE. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is hip-hop. Yeah, Do but not he's say all, pop. But, no, 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 but... Yo, is this wait, pop? Uh, wait, are, are you more pop, hip-hop, or TDE? We're talking hip-hop. about TDE, right? No, no, like, no. We're talking about TDE, but I'm saying, like, Kendrick Lamar is more than a rapper now. He is a pop star. No, not to me. Rap music is popular music. He's a rap star. Uh, all right, let's not do this. No, 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 no. We're not going to get into this debate. I'm just saying, like, Kendrick Lamar is a pop star. So that's I mean, why... <laughs> that's why... Doesn't that's he have a song where wait, 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 Taylor Swift or something? I'm saying... Oh. I'm saying... Doesn't he? Or Katy Perry, saying, he has a I'm song saying, with one of those I'm two saying, individuals. We gotta keep our people, man. Keep our people. <laughs> we, we gotta, gotta claim keep our ours. people. When they go claim pop, ours. they're not our people no more. So if it's yeah, pop, man. it's not Look, you. No, Drake, no, bro. No, 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 no. Drake is Drake. barely hip hop. All right, all right. Listen, we oh, walked. Okay, I'm not taking that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. We walked. We walked into this. We're gonna because if Pusha T does a pop song, he's still our people. He will never do a pop song. But I'm just all right. <laughs> when you look at Kendrick Lamar Section 80, this dude will never go pop. I'm pretty sure you guys have thought that. And now look at him. Well, but swimming pools is still our people. It's not Listen like... to the songs, though. Yeah. It's pop. I don't feel like. Okay. All right. I guess we're getting, we're getting, what's we're getting pop? way what's pop, too then, into for you. What's pop? Chill, 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 chill. Because, yo, maybe Tiger I have, maybe I have a different definition. Tiger, Tiger to me is yeah, like he's pop. Plug and pop. play, bro. He's what is pop? Play. Plug and play. Well, popular. Just what's, what's you know, popular. The, the popular sound. Lil Nas X drops. Tiger's the first nigga in a cowboy hat with Hi My Name's T, bro. Yeah, man. He dropped a video before Lil Nas X. I'm just saying. saying. Daytona got, nom- got Grammy nominated. You're going to tell me he's not popular? He is. So what Daytona is, so- is not popular music. Don't go oh. there, bro. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Like, but, well, no, let's go there. Let's go there. We're here. No, we're here, though. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, well, this wait, is, wait, okay, wait, but, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Back to this. Pusha T beefs with Drake on an album that's Grammy nominated for 2018 as the best rap album of the year, and it's not popular. Is that what we're saying? Where's the pop elements? In- no, wait. The pop element you gave me is popularity. Nah. Okay. Well, no. No, uh, allow then, me to be then, clear. Then, then. then what's pop? Pop music is popular music with pop music elements. All right, see. That's <laughs> so, too right, vague. Nah, all right. that's, 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 way vague. Vague. that's way Kiki, too vague. Kiki, do you love me? Is pop, pop music with it's popular music with pop music elements. That shit's like that shit got flipped for kids, Bob. All right. There's no song on Daytona that can get flipped for kids, all right. Bob. No, I no, no, because we're talking about elements For now. Kids, Bob? We're talking about elements now, but but let's not no, even do that. No, there's not, guys. There's not. Like, 
Are you you okay over here, bro? <laughs> Look, listen, listen. We drifted way off with that. Yeah, let's that not do that. That was pretty intense. Let, let's not do that. It wasn't as tense as yeah, intense as He was as looking for his do-rag me. at the moment. Yeah. I don't What's know, up? man. <laughs> listen. Two-tone Glock. We got them. That's all I got to say. Listen. Yo, look, man. Two-tone Glock is Ever since I've come in here, these are the people trying to put me on this guy named Lil Zan. No, you can't. No, Zan Man. Oh, Zan Man. My fault. Not a Lil Zan. Not a Lil Zan. When I walked in here, Serge and P were telling me, yo, you got to listen to Zan Man. And I was skeptical. I'm st- I still am skeptical. I'm not gonna lie, but it's actually growing on me. I'm I not mean, lie to you. Th- that's the thing. It's, it's well, that's the thing for you. It's gonna it's gonna take a play, little. Play song. Play, on play on the you, song you always play when I walk in here. Is that song there somewhere? That song is available to stream, but it's not on Spotify. Uh boo! I don't give a shit. I'm still playing it. Boo. All right, all right. So play it, play it. Continue play it. with what wait, you wait, were let me saying. Continue, wait, continue. Yeah, so let me continue, continue saying, my story, and I'm gonna let Serge go on. So when I walk in here, these dudes, I I don't know if you guys know a J. Cole um, mixtape, the warm-up, right? If I or 2D, whatever. No, it's Basically Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights 2D for the intro, right? 2D for the intro is a sample, Erica Badu on it. This guy, Zan Man, <laughs> takes that beat, and the first time I listened to it, I was like, what is going on? Um but yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, Zan Man, he's from the DMV. He's an up-and-coming artist. He's just one of those uh, those young guys that's, that's hitting right now. A Yo. lot of people are really behind him. And the music is refreshing, you know? At Hit least that. for a person like me. Very refreshing. Listen, Very refreshing. This is his smash. His smash These guys single. said refreshing. This is his but fucking smash all, you know, single. It's all based on... What, what you like? You know? It's called point. Baby chopper when we came from the rush again. Stay in the trap. No, you can't come inside. Standing on me, they know who put the gun inside. Look at me now, I'm feeling like busting around. Smooth the pounds, come and shop anytime. <laughs> I'm on the drug, I can't feel it. I'm feeling like 50, I'm rolling with mini man. Can't do one, how about that mini man? You ain't know why you're lonely. Ain't gonna stay down, but he folded. I really thought that nigga was my homie. You ain't doing why you're lonely. Baby chopper when we came from the Russian guy Stay in the trap, no you can't come inside Standing on me, they know who put the gun inside Look at me now, I'm feeling like bust around Smooth the pounds, come and shop anytime Mini Uzi going blow like a dandelion I'm on the drugs, I can't feel yeah, it I'm feeling yeah, like 50, yeah. I'm rolling with mini man Kid do want hop all that mini man Spit on this block, I ain't talking no ceiling fan Me and Lil Dre back with that crib again Big drums, we ain't playing with instruments Here they come, got 12 trying bliss again Block, we want you to pick again. Nigga not trapping, they just tryna fit in. Catch a blaze, they got paid for the risk. Gas down, send a shot at your headband. Now the little nigga a dead man. Come a pack in the trailer. Oh my man, scoop it a jug for ten bands. Yo, P, what are we doing? We burnt the fucking gas, my nigga. Fucks with one of the niggas that Susano, me, Serge, and my nigga Carl, we booked last year. And Serge kind of just shared him with me on the random. And I was like, what the hell are you playing? But then I started playing it on my own and I was like, this shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, he, he went nuts, man. This young guy, to me, I mean, he's one of those up and coming guys that you just got to keep an eye on, you know? 
I'm not living by it, but at the same time, I'm watching. I'm fucking with it, you know? I like staying hip with, like, the new, the new <clears throat> shit that's going on, you know? Yeah, we got we got some people that kind of have a purist bent so to them. So that's Zen, man. A purist bent to them, and we have others that keep their ear to the to the what to the forums, the, the Twitter <laughs> comments, the, the Instagram. Nah, those mixtape sites. Should like there you that. go. There you go. Spin I grew up on that. I grew up on literally just Jeff. finding all the new shit. And identifying what's gonna be the one that goes and what's the one that doesn't go. Even. Yeah, you kind of you called it when for me the first time like working closely with Sergio where I saw him call it. Pretty sure it was six nine, bro. Yeah, six nine. Yeah. I called it two years before it happened. But we didn't. We weren't regularly in contact and communication at that point. What happened was is when we started working together frequently, Gunmo had already came out and was doing its thing. Yeah. But then he plays me a video from 6ix9ine from two years ago that's totally different from, I'm a blood, I'm a blood, look at all these people behind me. Right. And I'm just like, who is this? And I'm, he's just like, bro, this is the same guy. And I'm just like, wow. And he was just like, bro, watch, he's going to blow even more. It's just now starting with this shit. And look at where it went and where it's gone now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Serge, lo- Serge low-key, I mean, I'll tell you this, if he stays out of trouble... Zanman's gonna be a fucking problem in this rap game. Because he doesn't care. Exactly. He's one of those kids That's that he's the characteristic that I see. He yeah, doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the characteristic that I see, yeah. And that makes him a problem. Because there's. Two customized. Baby Chopper Army came from the Russian guy. Stay in the trap. No, you can't come inside. The thing I see about <laughs> these artists, the thing about these artists is one out of every 10 truly doesn't give a fuck. The yeah. other nine are doing their best to make it seem like they don't give a it's, fuck. It's about authenticity. Why right. do you think Kodak blew up? It's because he is not faking it at all. At right. all. Right. Right. You know? Right. Keep an eye out. If you're bridging the gap with us right now, keep an eye out for Zan, man. Check out his shit. Let us know what you think about that song. Let us know what you think about him. Give him a look. Think, give us let you know. What you, let us know what you think. Like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, again, uh, that's, a, that's a work joke, actually. Just quick. It'll segue. We watched a YouTube video on at work, and at the end, I'd screamed out, not scream, but I'd said loud, like, comment, and subscribe, and, like, only three people laughed, and I was like, I'll be here all week. No, 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 not even that. It's just, all right, I know you three actually YouTube. Right. But anyway, man, uh, listen. <laughs> I know you three actually YouTube. Listen, bro. As we move away from talking about mainly music, As guys, we proceed to give you what you need at the Bridge the Gap podcast, well into season two. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow on Spotify. Tune in. Yes. Stitcher. Podbean. iHeart coming soon if it ain't already. Like, I'm telling y'all boys, we everywhere. Yeah. But nah, man. As we move away from focusing mainly on music, guys, us as men, we kind of have to address this as men. What? Uh-oh. We have to address. Where are we going with this? We have to address this as men. Sarah's <laughs> looking around the room. <laughs> 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 Listen, guys. I, I pose. Like there's an audience. I, will, like, wait, wait, wait. I will pose a question, but I will first present the question like this. I'm committed to what I do in my life, right? Mm. I have my mission that I put before myself. I put my mission before anything that I call a want or a desire, and I put my mission before 
anybody else in my life, including. Yo, that's deep for you to start something like that. No, no, no. Hold up, but I'm, we're I, I like you kind of scaring listen, me right ahead, now. What, ahead, what are we kind of getting? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. This I'm is my thing. Go this ahead. is my thing. Go ahead. I put my all into mm. my mission, right? And my mission is to be the best basketball player that I could possibly be. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so good that I get paid what seventy million dollars on my most recent contract score. Where are you I'm going? I'm a franchise this? player for a major market city basketball team. LeBron? No. What? Like, where are you going with this, man? But yet, I choose to include a person in my life that's mm. very important to me. That I share genes with. Oh. That I, that I, that I, I take care of. Yes. I oh tend to. Yeah. I do a this bunch of these guy. things. She's been the butt of everyone's jokes. But, but then she goes on her own ledge and says. <laughs> her own ledge. Her, that's her own ledge. She died on the she, she died she on died. hill. But she goes on her own ledge and says. Yo, I feel like I'm unattractive because Damn. men don't give me attention. How do you guys feel as a man when, like, yo, I'm here mentally, this person's standing right there next to me, and that's what comes out of their mouth. Like, you've been in a real relationship before, you've been in a real relationship before, I've never done that. I can only imagine what could go through my own mind. So, like, I mean, I wanted to preface it like that because, to me, it feels that deep. Go, go ahead, ahead go, One of y'all, one of y'all, please. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, At search. the end of the day, it's like... I don't, I don't know why everybody went so crazy. Cause like at the end of the day, she's a woman. Like the man is being sought after by every woman within a, like, what's wrong with wanting some type of attention? Like that's just human. That's just not even. It's not even like oh she's has her like, it's fine. But if you look at it, the bigger picture, like, people probably respect the fuck out of Stephen Curry to the point where it's like I'm not even gonna look at you. You feel me? You're you're too good. I You'll would, probably snitch on me or some I, shit. Can you I feel say me? That like this, that's the type of woman you I just thought. So, I, in my <laughs> you'll mind, probably snitch on me. <laughs> yes, sir. Just said you'll probably snitch on me. I mean, look at her, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, look listen, at her. Listen, you look like anybody, a snitch. For she anybody, looks like you, you look like a snitch. But at the end of the day, I mean, like it's I don't know. It's not that deep, man. Like Hold just on, let for, the let the woman say a woman what a woman would normally say. I mean, that's woman shit, bro. Listen, I mean, look, look, we're not gonna go into. The- <laughs> That's woman shit. Hella toxic. But, but, I mean, <laughs> did we expect anything different from her? Oh, man. I just... <laughs> uh, look, let me... Let me uh, Don't debate me, man. Come on. The, look, man, I... Uh, you guys didn't expect this angle from me, huh? I, <laughs> <laughs> He's on the side of her. Yo, uh, I, I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. When so I, you don't when so, I heard it. Okay. Okay. But as everyone is blowing it up and throwing out their point of views, I can definitely see okay. Like the way you <laughs> you manipulated that question so much. <laughs> like 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 let's be honest. You manipulated the way you the way you <laughs> positioned it. Positioned it. The way you rolled out that question was magnificent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the point where it's like, yo, how can we not clown her? The way you, you the way you did that, but look, man, but the, look, 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 let's let's. Search kind of has a point. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it got that big. Um, Steph Curry and her are married. She look, man. The thing is, like he said too. I 
I fuck with your husband so much. Like, he's one of my favorite ball players. <laughs> bro, it's like one of my homeboys being married with his girl. Man, and I'm just not like, even going to look at and her, if bro. I'm cool, yeah, if I'm cool <laughs> with you, bro, like, why the fuck am I even going to look at her? She might get a dap up and that's it. You that's know what I mean? it. Like, <laughs> but, yo, you want me to sit back with a, with a Jack and Coke and look at you and make sure that we make eye contact? Like, that's not going to be the case. I'm going to let you know right now. Yeah. All right? Uh, and she definitely looks like the type of woman that, you know, she looks happily married. He looks happily married. But you see... But it, so it's... A, yeah, I can see why it's a surprise that she would even say that, right? Yeah. Like, yo, if you're happily married, what, you, I mean, the attention of your husband should be enough. Why is it that you're seeking attention? That's all I wanted to point out. Like... It should be, but at bro, the end but, of the day, but, but we're remember, all human, man. But remember, so, okay, no, no, wait, but remember, so are us as humans insatiable? Wait, remember how she rolled out what she said, though? She said, look, my husband gets so much attention. I guarantee you, if she had a regular-ass husband, she wouldn't be feeling the way she feels. I will concede to that point uh, and well, completely agree. All right, so the fact that she has the husband that she has, it's like, okay, I see him getting all of this attention. A choice okay. she consciously made. Now, I look at myself, I look at my body, I look at my skin, I look at what I do. What do you mean her... No, no, wait, wait, wait. Like, she's looking at herself, kind of reevaluating herself, and she's like, wait, why am I not getting as much attention? You know what I'm saying? I think the reason why she questions that or the reason why she even brought that up is because of the husband that she has. It's not because of the fact that she just feels that way. So, Serge, I get you it. agree? I mean, yeah, I, I agree with Jose. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you look at the situation, it's not, you know, we just let the woman live, man. She's not that bad of a girl. Yo, I, I mean, she's a dream her, wife, bro. No, she's fucking perfect, bro. She just stays home, cooks. Like, if that's all she feels... All right, babe. Bro, I get it, she, yo, but you still bro. not going nowhere. You still staying. Oh, yo, like, when, when Golden relax, State was up three one against <laughs> when Golden State was up three one against Cleveland a couple years ago, and like the refs were were calling shit and she didn't agree. She got on Twitter and she was like, "Yo, I don't agree." Everyone dragged her for it. Now, I remember that. A couple years later, she's like, "Yo, look, honestly, man, I'm not getting that much attention, and I feel like, damn, like." I don't know. Like, that makes me feel some type Guys, of way. Guys, it's brave so then, to say my, that can, to the world. Can I have, yo, a, I have a question? Like, we're dragged. Yeah. What's up? What's Am I wrong for thinking it doesn't make sense that women crave attention that much? And are you wrong for what? You know what it is? It's... Repeat that question. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, am I wrong for for think like I, I just thinking that it doesn't make sense for a woman to crave attention that much? Okay. The quicker you realize that that <laughs> women that that's part of what women want, the eat the the mm. quicker you're gonna be mm. uh, a man at peace. You feel me? Because if you think that women aren't thinking about that. Then you're in La La Land. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Women, why do you think they take an hour to leave the house? You feel me? There's a reason for that. You feel me? Yo, but, and also, we're, like, I don't want to draw it as a negative connotation. Attention could be good attention as well. My conversation is yeah, purely yeah, no, no, no. objective. I, 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 know I, don't exactly, really, I know exactly what you're saying. At the end but, of the day, no, but at the same I don't time, really I don't really care listener. how she feels, nor how he feels. Part of it is, is mainly, I just want to get some insight because I would think... She's a millionaire mm -hmm. because she married a millionaire. Okay. She's able to have anything she wants at any time, including the attention from the attention from the person who puts her in this position. What does an, what does attention from the next person do for you when at a snap of a finger you can have whatever you want? 
And on top of that, you're living in a lifestyle. You live in a way where yo, I'm just letting it you just know, doesn't bro. really matter. I'm just letting, that I'm just really letting you know, bro. She wouldn't feel that way if she wasn't married to Steph. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. That, that's all I'm saying. Um, but at the end of the day, like when we say women want attention, just a disclaimer so we don't get killed out here. It, we're talking about good attention as well. Good attention as well as bad and, attention. You I mean, know what if I'm you saying? look at it, it's human. All of us want some yeah, sort and, of attention. All of us want some sort of attention. It's like, you know, it's, it's, we can't expect her to not want it. Like, it's like, it's unrealistic. You feel me? As long yeah. as she doesn't do some wild shit. You know, Bruh, she's, Twitter as, if she talks about it, that's fine. You know, girl. I it's commend like, her. Damn. I commend her for even feeling comfortable enough to say how she really felt. At least she's not posting booty pics. I'd I'm rather saying, her talk no. about it like guys, that than guys, post listen, listen, provocative I'm shit. There's so much to give her credit for. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. We can take the next 20, 30 no, minutes. No, I see your point. I see your point. And why, give her credit. If I'm getting attention from my husband, why do I need the attention from the next man? And I completely up until this that. point, I'm thinking her. She's the kind of woman a, a guy should strive for because you would think that's not on her mind. She's more than content. But I just, mm. if he's dealing with all that, where's the hope in us average folk? You know what I'm saying? Trying to, like, please the next woman that has a million niggas and their attention at her fingertips. Like, I'm saying, like, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't think we can even yo, do that. You gotta, yo, you gotta be tough. To go out with somebody that's of status and and looks a certain way, bro. Like if if you gotta be a certain type of like strong because, bro. I mean, yo, it's Steph, bro. Okay, come on. I man. mean, we all know the meme. Yo, Curry with the sh- like. It, we talking about Steph Curry, bro, the greatest shooter of all time. He's over. He does he does out of town trips and he's like, yo, I'm gonna stay faithful to my woman. We have a family. We're a black couple. We're statistically unlikely to even do so. But yeah, that's where your mind is at. Damn, bro. Like, it's, the, it's her esteem, her ego, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, it kind of sounds, it kind of sounds like we could put some of this blame on him before we put it all on her. No. Ooh. Why are we even saying that? Ooh. Well, is he not doing enough to make her feel like? You see, y'all, you see, when you first walk into this, you may think I'm taking the woman's side, but. If you pull back enough layers, what's he doing or not doing to have her feel that way? Doing or not doing. I mean, look, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors in that relationship. Oh, oh yeah. But <laughs> I think it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't necessarily think he's not giving her too much attention. Okay. I just think that she sees the multitude of attention he gets. And in comparison, she doesn't get as much. So she's right. like, damn. Well... Ladies, let us know how you feel about ladies uh, attention. Let us know how you feel about the public's reaction to Aisha Curry's comments. Yeah, for let real. us know how you feel about our take. Let me know if you think I'm damaged. Bro, or wait, hold on. <laughs> I may have issues. Or Dude, I'm there's a or girl. <laughs> there's a girl that I saw actually posted on her story, like the video, and she was like, "Yo, like." Is that men don't understand, like, I had to go through something like that after having two kids and looking at my body and seeing, like, damn, bro, like, my husband, he doesn't have to go through the struggles that I go through with my body. So now I'm looking at my body like, damn, dude, I, like, I used to look a certain way and now I don't and I'm not getting as much attention. Like, mentally, at least to her, it kind of took a toll on her a little bit. Like, damn, maybe I'm not who I used to be. Maybe I'm not as good looking as I was. Self-esteem kind of low. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Meanwhile, the husband... Like, bro, you don't really have to go through 
that type of struggle that a woman goes through. So I don't know, man. I mean, listen, we she ch- definitely put up an argument that I was like, okay, I can see that. But I don't think that was Aisha Curry's argument. So whatever. Okay. Well, part of us attempting to do this, have this conversation was, again, trying to, you know, cater to the ladies, but also try to have substantive dialogue. Because, like, I will be very clear. Like, I don't want... Uh, I don't want it to seem like I'm here to attack Aisha. Definitely not. But at the same time, like, it's definitely, it's definitely, the conversation needs to be had as to why, like, we're, like, it's even there. Like, I want, I want, I want a woman to let me know, like, where I'm off in this. What am I not seeing? What point perspective? Enlighten us, please. No, I'm look. I'm looking for a. I'm looking for a woman, a woman who yeah. listens to this show, to reach out to me and let me know what I'm missing because I'm still not there. Because like, what is she missing besides other men's attention? And then my next question is, why are you worried about other attention from I other agree. men? I agree. That's all. All in all, I I agree. Ladies, if you're out there and you listen to this, tweet us, comment. Like, we would really like to know. Yeah. <laughs> Serge will be... <laughs> Serge said, bro, I got to get a drink in my <laughs> Hey, man, but what's, what's, what's up? I don't know, I, man. I mean, all yo, I want to know is... That's all I want to know. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of Golden State, though... Yeah, what happened with KD? Yo, man, KD has a little strain. What happened with KD, Moshe? Talk yo. to me, <laughs> Moshe, I mean, I, I wish I could really be up on it like how I want to, but all I know is, man, he got injured uh, game five. Even though Golden State won by like five points, I think the score was one of four to ninety nine against Portland, right? Against uh, Houston, Houston, Houston Rockets. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, against that Houston Rockets. That so, <laughs> so uh, they're going to Game Six. I think they're going back to Houston, and they're going without Durant, bro. And Durant has been uh, the greatest player in the world right now. Like he's just been unstoppable. Uh, but the likelihood of them taking Game Six without Durant in Houston. Um, slim. I don't. I wouldn't say it's slim because if when Steph Curry and Klay Thompson get it going, man, I, I don't see anybody yeah, stopping he, them. Yeah, they they were cooking before he came to into the picture. Oh, for sure. But like when Durant got injured, Steph Curry scored twelve points in the fourth quarter to kind of seal the deal. You know, a lot of people Durant steals the shine a lot, man. But a lot of people forget what what these other dudes can do, especially like you said, what what they were doing before he got there. But it'd be interesting to see, you know, how the series goes and. And, uh, man, at work, we're taking bets, so... Nah, I work with mostly women. They're not keeping up with the NFL. At least my training class is mostly women. They're not what, keeping up with NFL. Okay, Sorry, well, NBA, well, nonetheless, NBA, at work, me. at work, I mean... Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're taking bets, so we'll see. But, uh, yo, I mean, shoot, if it gets to... There's no better two words in sports history than Game 7. So, if it hits that, I'm watching. Well, all right, well, I, I, I just wanted to get off where we were now i i think we could either go back into being more music but we kind of we tend to harp on the independence factor in music so i'll I'll segue into me standing out a little bit so a couple weeks ago towards the end of season one i made a couple comments on the volatility of the digital asset bitcoin Mm. and uh at the time of us reporting bitcoin had recently broken past five thousand key resistance point okay and since then, she's she's rallied and stayed on a general bull trend. 
And only a few hours before we recorded this, she broke past 6K. So wait, wait, wait. So what does bull trend mean? Bull, bull trend, I, and, and I, when I say it, I mean the price is rallying in a positive yeah, manner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just to give a little price context. Going up. Just to give price a little context to that bull thing. Uh, when, 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 when a trend is, is, is becoming bullish... That means it's going up. When it's becoming bearish, bearish it's, going, it's down. going down. Why? Because a bull, when it attacks, it attacks going up. up. Bear, when it attacks, it attacks going down. That's why in Wall Street in New York, that's why you see a bull out there. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, again, we had brought it up, and I received a slew a slew of uh, criticisms from my co-host and my contributor. <laughs> Essentially, even asking me why we were covering this. But... Personally, me as somebody who's holding and as somebody who I believe in the technology as a concept, even though it's been bearish for the last 18 months, it was bearish all 2018. I still have faith in the asset reshaping how we conduct transactions in a futuristic world where everybody has their face slammed in front of a phone screen. You know what I mean? We'll see. That's yeah. all you got to say. We'll see. Man, listen. For you listeners out here, these yeah, let me tell you, killing me. Let me tell you guys out there, man. Killing P was so we excited to bring this topic up. Me and Serge are looking at each other like, all right, P. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> yeah, man, because for, for the listener, he brought up holding. Holding is basically not pulling out. So Big P's in it for the, for the long haul. He's, for sure. For he's sure. waiting. He's waiting for that thing to go back up. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I need see. to see it's, a little bit not, more it's activity. It's not regulated by anything. It's not. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. I don't know. I'm, dude. I don't. What, hold on. We're gonna have the ill. Real quick. You're Let's, pro or anti-regulation? At least we're talking about regulation of assets, tradable goods, resources, stocks, like anything that people trade like that. You're for there being regulation in the market, or you're more of like, some sort. Of some sort. You see, when you deal with a bank, there's the FDIC. That was put in after the Great Recession, and, after the government fumbled. Okay, but guess what happens? They give you your money back if something <laughs> bad happens. Thank in you, the Serge. Market, if everything, if the power goes out, what are you going to do? He has like Call an evil FBI, face no? on. No, Yo, I mean, in a hurricane, you, are you going to pay with your blockchain or are you going to pay with currency? Not know? even that, bro. But like back then when companies used to fumble, the Sarbanes-Oxley Act of 2002, if you guys want to be technical about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oxley, kind of I remember giving, that. Giving investors uh, uh, confidence in investing in companies, you know, with assets and such. And not only that, but the Securities Exchange Commission, the SEC, Fuck it's nice. also... Rec- ah, you see, man? Look, come on, man. We're, we're not even going to get into... We're, look, we're, this, we're not going to get into a finance discussion right now. But Why not? What I'm trying to say is... Well, we are. We're in We're it. really trying to do this right now? Let's do we it. We started talking about a digital Let's, asset. This I is think like, he needs dream. to hear he this. <laughs> Bro, look, man. All these things are put into effect so that there can be confidence in what you invest in. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, what... Wait. Now, what... Please... Enlighten me on my confidence in investing in Bitcoin. Go. The future. Uh, <laughs> you see that, man? Uh, I can't. Uh, you don't uh, like to bet on the future. I do like to bet on the future. If there's some sort of regulation, maybe. Self-regulation. Uh, the future. All right, man. Uh, I'm okay I, I, with. I don't know what, what to tell you. I'm okay with a certain extent of volatility, but 
to go up to nineteen thousand and then to be at six right now Bro, is and, like and, crazy. And the thing is, if you want to look into volatility, just look at penny stocks, which is regulated, which is it's trading, which is in the New York Stock Exchange. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like these things are out there. If you want to look at volatility, yo. Invest ten thousand dollars on some penny stocks. It goes up by ten percent, yo, and you make a good amount of money, four to five digits. Like, what I'm trying to say is, it's very risky to put your money in something that's not regulated and that might vanish at any moment. I live life on the edge, bro. You know what? And part of it is you you got in early, bro. So technically, you're still up. You're up. No, you're up. Yeah. It's bullish for you. So like, for people, going up. people that got in at nine, at ten, at eleven, yeah, during the the boom. Yeah, you could call. I will admit now, you can call it a boom. It was a boom. No, it was the boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah. sure, for sure. Now all those for, people are sitting around, not even trying to talk about Bitcoin at all. Like <laughs> everybody that became a freaking a trend watcher and Guys, all that look, shit. And that's, is out and the, that's the one thing looking at trends that a lot of people don't get. It's that when it's down, you buy. When it's up, you sell. A lot of people saw it up. They Start bought. Buying. They bought. <laughs> what happened shortly after? It went down. Everyone sold. Yeah. It all went down. To, yeah. But yeah, the technology I mean, is the only strength they have. You did bring up a good point. Like they do, do you have, have something a solid understanding of blockchain? I do. I do. I do have a solid so, understanding. Not solid, but, you know. A general understanding. I, there's definitely okay. a YouTube video that I saw that de- that put it in a way where I was like, okay, I completely understand what's going on. Um, but even but, then, when you're talking about technology, again, something that's regulated, like the NASDAQ, like we're, we're talking about technological companies out there that's being traded, that's regulated, that that's proof that you could get money back. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, I rather invest my money somewhere where I feel like it's safe, to tell you the truth. Okay. Yeah. But well, like you're saying, it's bu- it's bullish. Yeah, it's going up, and you invested early. Yeah, so I'm that, still bro, seeing. Like, I'm still seeing a generally positive return on my investment. Chilling as as we stay in this price range. Yeah, but for those who may be listening and they're like, "Yo, why the hell do you guys even care about talk talk about this?" I feel like bridging the gap is also about taking us to the next step in our lives, taking us to the next step for in sure. Technology for taking sure. us to the next step. Yo, and it's, and it's just okay. a couple. It's just a couple kids, man, that are just trying to give game too. Like us, us as in yeah, us, us, right? Us, yeah, yeah. Just a couple kids from out here that's just trying to give game and maybe spark an idea in you. Like, yo, maybe I should look into this. Facts. Maybe I can know more about Facts. this. You know, so yeah, look yo, into investment mo- in general. Yeah. Yo, before we do this good news thing, there was something I wanted to bring up that I don't remember right now. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but segue king. Nah, Entertain him, Jose. Fumbled. Uh, I uh... completely fumbled, <laughs> but it's all good. Look. It's all good, man. We're, we should wrap up. But before we wrap up, bro, you all need to listen to what I'm about to say. What Did up? you guys... Yo, so you guys ever think about it? Yo, like, you know how, like, there's cancer? I know I sound crazy, like, cancer's a thing and all that, but, like... You know how there's cancer, right? Okay. Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about... Firefighters? This is a kind of troll-ass way to intro this, but, like, bro... I don't know where you're going with this. Listen to me, bro. When your house catches on fire, the firefighter wears a mask that has air in it. And usually it's enough air for them to get in your house if it's on fire or your building and get on fire, fight the fire, save anybody maybe, 
and get out in time for themselves, right? Yeah. Guys, can you believe firefighters are at a greater likelihood of getting cancer than chemo people because of the fumes combined with the fire from your average household appliances examples TVs radios i believe computers it. anything basically electronically basically right? anything electronic in your house to the point that firefighters all around the world and in america specifically they catch these super rare forms of cancer and can you believe they're just told to retire, hang it up, and call it a day. Damn. You know this why? Is how we're gonna do this I, before I, a good news segment? Well, if you That's think about sad. it, no, no, no. If you think no. about it, go ahead, search. Like, it's gonna cost the government a lot of money oh, to wow. to take on and pay all these hospital bills for these people that are mm. saving lives, Bruh. So it looks like they're just trying to, you know, Bruh. stay in the green. <laughs> The Florida government has decided to provide a benefits package to all firefighters that catch Damn. cancer. That's amazing. From that is epic. I was like, yo, P, how you going to get out of this <laughs> hole right now? <laughs> yo, round of applause, round of applause, yeah. round of applause to it Florida, man. Dark. Round of applause to Florida. Yo, yo that's I, amazing. I walked into this story, ladies and gentlemen, literally as I got home from work at, on the day that we recorded this. My brother and my mom told me this entire thing, and I was like, what, you, <laughs> niggas catch cancer off the fire? Nah, and then he told me all that, and I was like, what? Yo, that is nuts. And yeah, now the Florida government is going to implement a benefits package to all firefighters in the state to have their cancer be fun- fully funded, or cancer treatment be fully funded if they catch cancer off of being on the job. Yo. That that is some great news. Great news, right? That is some great news. Wow, man! That, yeah, man. That's, that is that's what news. should be done with yeah. our with our uh, taxpayer money, right? Yeah. Yo, Absolutely. I mean, I don't. <laughs> hey, you called nine one one. I'm surprised it's only done in one state. It should be done All nationwide, but yo, fam, that's another conversation. You call nine one one. These niggas save you from losing all your shit. They catch cancer and they're just told to retire. My guy, like they fuck losing their lives for your cat, bro. Like, no, go back in there. My cat's in there. Like my, my dog, Tisha. <laughs> Tisha. Tisha. Yo, Tisha. I'm about to get cancer for Tisha. Like, get, get the fuck. <laughs> Yo, that's nuts. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Florida, man. One time. Yeah, Flo- Florida group group of Floridians give firefighters a fighting chance. Like, that's a headline, bro. Like, again, this new season we're doing at Bridge the Gap Podcast, we're trying to close and bring some good news to people versus uh, media consistently drowning you out with negative shit. I I personally think that this was a really good episode we just did. We just wrapped up now. We kind of covered a lot. We got into relationships and the dynamic between Mm. men and women for the first time on this show to an extent. Yeah, man. Let's yeah, get an applause did, for did, that, man. Get, an, get one more applause off before we close. And, uh... Yeah, La- ladies and gentlemen, um, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being so supportive in season two of the Bridge the Gap podcast. Yeah, uh, man. We thought we were going to lose you, but then, you know... Nah, we see what y'all we, are we here. See, we see you guys are here with us, and, uh... 
Yo, we just want to give a little shout out to Surge, man. He's been in his potting bag lately, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Season two Sur- of the Yo, season yeah, man, we two out here, comes man. out. Comes out, out here, boys. Surge is out here, man. Surge, you I, know, he got a little more. I have the perfect song to end this this with. Give it to us, man. Um, Salute to my man, Matt O'Conn. Salute to my man, Sushi Punk. And salute to my man, Flea Lord. Mm. We're going to close this week. With Strange Smiles by Flea Lord, hey. produced by Sushi Punk. We bridging the gap. Bridging the fucking gap. Oh, what can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a fight. Yeah. What do you do? Hey. We're the Global Boys. Yeah, he is. And I see you niggas with your face mouths, man. Hold that shit in when I'm around. I'm out the bubble like a baby nose. We had a drought, stick it out with like 80 O's. In the Mercedes with your lady, cause my wavy flow. Maybe so, I'm high five in the cheeks. Whoa, I was built for the tilt. Giant when I'm robbing, even you will get killed. I ain't never crying over some spilt milk. In the hilt and blonde gas, punching real good milk. Pink leopard panties, big swammy on the floor. Car knew that I was family before he had me on the tour. That's the Calling up West, we gon' tally up the score. Yeah, I shop till I drop, now we supplying all the stores. Bands in my right pocket, blam like a skyrocket. Couldn't be the plug, little man, with like five sockets. Nah, you couldn't be the plug, little man, with like five sockets. Marvel's is the starter jackets, ounces in my starter package. I ain't use no bacon, so the got him with me, heart attack. It got great equate, close shot, made a hit. Made a hot, hate his dick, whole cops ate a dick. Fuck, weed in my containers, young Jesus getting famous. Lord is loyalty to death, we don't freeze when they chase us. Nah, fleet, I'm going down in history, blowing down the 50 piece, you roll around in misery. Black bag full of blue faces. It's like a sports slug, it's not the way they racing. Three grand lights, that's a night basic. Two fans blowing yams in the spaceship. A team full of peacemakers, fuck boy, and sneak haters. You playing with my name, you get touched with street favors. You playing with my name, you get touched with street favors. You and your smile, strange. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jose Ascona and I'm here with my co-host Yo, this is Big P Yes sir, and this is the Bridge Gap Podcast where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer Yeah Big P, you want to let them know where they can find us? Man, you can find this podcast on most major podcast streaming platforms Follow us on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod Follow the Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast and find a weekly playlist with all the music played throughout the show at BridgeTheGapPod.com. Yeah. Yeah.